Hey everybody, so I am really excited to talk about a few of the topics here. Um, I do want to just quickly mention that since I am definitely new to the podcast space, however, I have a plan to deliver consistent episodes where some of them are a little bit more racy and explicit and you're kind of just listening to me shoot the shit and some of them are actually going to be educational, however... Uh, even though there are a couple of free listening options, one of them is through Spotify, another one's through Apple. Um, Apple uh, Podcasts is great. However, uh, I have found another way for you guys to listen and also receive bonus content, which is a lot more on the educational side. Um, if you're looking for ways to elevate your business and really get down to the nitty gritty of what resources, excuse me, what resources you're going to need in order to make that impactful change so you can see the results you want to see in your independent business. Um, it's not necessarily directed just for independent beauty pros. It could be for anyone who's running any form of service-based business and if you're in the industry of beauty then you know that it is extremely hard to find valuable information out there and my job is never going to be to say hey buy my five thousand dollar course no i'm just gonna flat out tell you right off the bat i would rather charge 5.99 a month and just tell you exactly everything i know And at the end of the day, that's all that matters is making sure people get the information that they need. Um, So with that being said, there is a link in my bio on my Instagram. Instagram handle is at symbol and behind the hair with destiny. Um, So the at symbol behind the hair with destiny. And when you click on that um, page, it's, you'll see my bio and some of my hair work that I've done. Um, when you go to my bio, you're going to want to click on the Linktree website. Um, when you open that up, you're going to see my super fun podcast because I think it's pretty fun. (laughs) So click on that and you will be directed to a page to sign up for the VIP access. So, With that being said, in the VIP access, what that really just means is you're getting a lot of bonus content that free listeners do not get to hear. Um, Also, there is an Ask Me Anything section. um, And if you do follow me on Instagram, I did post on my story um, on how to navigate that. So just showing you that there's an ask me anything option on the sign up page and basically what I'm going to utilize that for is when you submit a question or a topic request or tell me just whatever you want I'm going to use that to help create my content for listeners who might have a similar question but are too afraid to ask so I will read everybody's questions that are submitted and I will actually go on my podcast here and I will answer the questions via 
this podcast and I will definitely feature you if you would like or I can keep it anonymous. So there's just there's a few different perks that you'll get for being VIP. It's kind of like a networking community that I am building to create specifically for service-based independent business owners, whether you're in the beauty industry or not. My goal is to help people elevate and build. And that's exactly what I want to do with this. And as long as you sign up or you share, you know, show your support through sharing um, or subscribing, that will give me the ability to be doing this almost full time. Um, I'm always going to be doing hair. This is also a passion of mine that I've been thinking about doing for years. So my goal is to bring valuable and impactful change in your business to help you know how to elevate it. And I'm not going to dance around the topic and never give you an answer. I'm going to tell you exactly what I have done that has helped me elevate my business over the years mistakes I've made that I will tell you, you know, maybe to avoid. And then also if I could save somebody five years of mistakes by just flat out giving you information that's valuable, then that's what I'm going to do on here. And $5.99 a month for information, you know, that you could get anywhere else, but for probably 10,000 times that a hundred percent I wish there was a resource like that when I was learning it would have been a hell of a lot more affordable for me and that's another reason why I'm only charging five dollars and 99 cents a month is because I want this to be accessible and in reach for anybody who who needs it it is not necessarily ideal for every single hairstylist to be paying 500 a month, 1000 a month, whatever the fuck it is for their education. When you are just starting out, it is such a risk on your end financially. This is so much more obtainable and a lot easier to manage, you know, your education. You can use it while you're driving, you can listen when you're cooking whatever it may be, as long as you're just listening and you are applying the information that I am providing, you will absolutely see change. So I really do just break it down. Kind of a no bullshit kind of person. You guys, if you've listened, you probably already know. So long story short, I will close that there and move on. But once again, my Instagram handle is behind the hair with destiny and the link in my bio you want to click on that link tree there it'll take you to my website click on my super fun podcast it will bring you directly to the sign up page for everything that i just talked about and if you have a question submit it i am eager to start receiving questions as a new feature i've added so don't be afraid go for it and i will answer your question in my next podcast um not just that. So when we talk about advertising, everyone kind of gets a little cringy because you think, oh my God, I have to fucking sit on my phone all day, every day. And I have to grind on my phone 
when I'm on my off time and I'm, I'm never going to have free time. It's just, or you think, oh man, that's really just not me. I could really give a shit less about media. And, and honestly, I think we're all in that same boat. Um, I don't think anybody really likes media. I think we all just know that we have to. And I think that's what makes it so daunting is if you know, if you have it in your mindset that, oh, this is a have to kind of thing, then you're right. You're never going to want to fucking do it. The only reason why social media is still a downloaded app on your phone, even though you really don't like it, is because they are also really good at advertising. You cannot stand social media, but you have social media accounts and you actively use them. But you say you hate doing it, but you do it anyways. That's because they're really good at what they do and they have you hooked 24-7 even when you don't want to be. It's very similar to an addiction and I know that's extremely dramatic to compare it to. It's... It's really not, though, if you think about it, because if there's something that you cannot stop doing, but you fucking hate it, but you feel like you don't have resources to to learn how to do otherwise, you're going to keep doing it. A part of it releases a lot of endorphins like um, dopamine and um, adrenaline and a few other ones, too, when you are actually using social media for instant gratification. It programs instant gratification into your brain. And that is a form, as is a tactic that they use to keep you logged in, to keep you in your account, so on and so forth. We all know social media is like the devil, okay? Everybody fucking knows that. But when it comes to your business, it is actually your saving grace and it is quite an angel. As long as you are remembering to use it in moderation and not obsessing over checking your notifications every 15 minutes because I'm, I promise you they probably haven't changed in 15 minutes, okay? Check it two to three times a day. That is like it. I check it once in the morning, once in the midday, and once before bed. And honestly, if I'm posting, I am posting scheduled posts that I have already pre-planned and I'll talk about that in a second and then I completely ignore not ignore I choose to not respond to messages I know I don't have the energy for that I will read within the next 24 hours so I have boundaries with myself I straight up used to sit up all night long In the beginning of my hair career, I thought, oh my God, I have to be on social media all day, every day. And I I was. I was on Facebook and Instagram all the live long day. And I literally felt like a slave to social media. And this was back when, like, I thought $200 for a balayage was way too expensive. So I was terrified to market myself. This was four years ago, probably, and I remember I still have these posts, and I screenshot, and I've saved them, and I look back, and I'm like, damn, I really had no idea what I was fucking doing, (laughs) but I did it, and I feel like no one really is ever going to know exactly what they're doing. It's just all about accepting that point that you don't know what you're doing, 
that's probably the most intelligent thing anyone can do. So anyways, I, the second I woke up in the, in the morning before my coffee, before even going to the fucking bathroom, I was already on Instagram checking my notifications, checking my likes, checking this, checking that, whatever. I developed this extremely unhealthy and severe attachment to my social media and it actually it took my business to a whole level of kind of like a a slight going viral moment but not going viral with a shit ton of followers but going viral as in my books were booking out three months and I was having to turn people away that was a fucking dream to me. I was like, yeah, I made it. Fuck yeah, I totally did it. Look at me go. And then I also realized that I was also like crying in my car on the way home and having a mental breakdown and wanting to quit every other day and resenting everything because I had no fucking life, you guys. It's not healthy. So I knew I needed to make a change I realized that I definitely had a gift with social media and I was so addicted to the success that I got from it that I forgot to take care of myself. So the changes that I knew I needed to make were definitely boundaries. Um, And there is definitely a difference between using social media to run your business and using social media to convince yourself that you're doing okay in your business your social media profiles are not a business plan let me just get that out there it is not a business plan it is not a website it is not a booking site it is literally social media and i'm breaking that down because It's just a form of networking that happens to get you seen a lot quicker than probably driving website and SEO traffic and email um, list sequences and all these things. There are so many ways to drive traffic to your business. And fortunately, social media makes that so fucking easy. And unfortunately... Social media makes it really fucking easy. And what I mean by that is it is so easy for you to build a business on social media, but it is also so easy to get lost and sucked into it like it's your whole life. Well, it's not. It's not. Quit doing it. (laughs) Um, But ways that I advertise is definitely through Instagram ads researching hashtags relevancy of hashtags and understanding what they even are and how to use everything properly so your hashtags are literally just another weight it's a key or like a to the gateway of funneling your business through relevant accounts who search for the same or similar hashtag so that they can source out the services they're looking for. So basically, okay, if I posted a picture of red hair and I hashtagged blonde balayage, it's completely irrelevant. And while you can do that, you just need to understand that it is a picture of red hair 
and you're hashtagging blonde balayage, if you're doing that only to get exposure from people who search blonde balayage, that's great and you might get engagement from that, but you're not probably going to get the booking from that. So engagement and followers does not equal booking in in butts in your seat. It does not equal swiping their card and making money. It does not equal any of that. Followers and engagement help you look credible and legitimate. That is it. It does not just overnight naturally on its own convert into business. That is you who needs to do that. So when you're using social media and you're hashtagging, you need to remember how that's going to actually affect everything. If you post a picture of a blonde balayage and then you hashtag blonde balayage and you hashtag, you know, blonde hair, California hair, beach waves, whatever it is you want to hashtag, you're going to get relevant searches that allow people to see your work that way and they're going to go oh i searched blonde balayage in the hashtags category looking for a local artist and look Susie here popped up with this gorgeous blonde balayage that's exactly what i'm looking for and i want to now book with you because i feel like there's relevance in my search and you are the right person for me because your post had an amazing description with it and you did all the right hashtags so you can hashtag whatever the fuck you want but doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to convert engagement into booking though so just remember that engagement is great it is fantastic it is fantastic for the algorithm on your social media that doesn't mean you're going to get booked make sure there's a relevancy if that is the goal If you are already booking out as far as you can take it and you're literally doing this just for fun, then have at it, sister. Hashtag fucking M&Ms if you want to. But if you're not someone who's booked out and you are struggling to get relevant people who are searching for for the work that you provide, then I, I suggest hashtagging relevant um, hashtags with the image or video um, and in your description as well. Also, product tagging is another good way of exposure. Um, I tag a lot of products that I do use. I do use um, Alpha Par for my color. So when we talk about, you know, promoting and, and things like that, I am not getting paid to say this. I do not work for them. I just love the color line that I use. Um, But whatever color line you use, tag them. Don't be afraid to tag them. You're not going to look thirsty. You're not going to look desperate. I mean, don't fucking do it 10 times a day. But do it a couple times a week. And you slowly over time... Or quickly, but more than likely slowly, because you're probably not the only one doing it, you will gain recognition, and that's just the realistic outcome of that. A lot of the times, these companies don't, you don't go unseen. 
But if you don't tag the appropriate products that you're using to showcase your work that you're offering, you're, you're probably not going to get the type of, you know, um, awareness that you need on your page. So first things first, when advertising, you need to figure out your niche market. What is your favorite thing to offer? What is your favorite service to provide? And as long as you know exactly what you are trying to market for, pick your niche. Your niche is going to be specifically what you see yourself doing. If you don't want to do men's haircuts, but you love colors, don't post men's haircuts. Only post the colors you want to do. If you only love doing fashion colors and you cannot stand doing highlights, okay, great. Post fashion colors. Don't post your highlights. If you are posting things just to grow, you're going to open the floodgates to clients you are not going to want to serve. And you're going to feel probably too obligated to turn it down. And honestly, we have all been there. It sucks the energy out of you. You end up dreaming of a hair career or beauty career that you believe is unattainable because now you're stuck with all these clients that you don't want. So you are probably, if you are new, I understand the need to want to just get exposure, but you have to make sure you're getting the right exposure for you. If you attract the wrong exposure for you and your business, it can definitely lead to resentment down the line. We want quality over quantity. Everybody is not just a number. They're not just their bank account. So I specifically love balayage and I love vivid colors. I love very short hair, uh, you know, choppy haircuts. So after I started getting some education a little bit here and there about marketing and advertising, I started realizing that my niche was balayage. The more I posted, the more I became known for balayage. I live in kind of a small town that's growing. Even though there are a few stylists in my area that do offer absolutely gorgeous work. For some reason, I stuck out like a sore thumb. And you know what? I It's probably my, you know lack of filtration when I speak sometimes to people but honestly that's just who I am and I know deep in my core that as long as I stay true to myself everyone who supports me is completely authentic and that is another thing that I want you to think about is are you truly being your authentic self when you are advertising or are you acting a specific way just to get a specific niche demographic in your chair? Oh, girl, it's exhausting to think about. There's a lot of things, but get a notepad or get your notes in your phone or voice memo, whatever you need to do that helps you stay focused and write down okay a or number one what is my niche category okay number two what is my target demographic basically 
what specific audience are you trying to reach and create engagement and convert that into booking? Once you know your niche, you will better know which demographic to market, especially when you are hashtagging. So once you have that figured out, set a very strict schedule for yourself. You don't need to worry about time of day or, you know, really none of that. I will post sometimes at one in the morning if that is the time that I choose to set myself for. I don't recommend that for beginners in social media. The only reason why I would ever do that is if because I know I'm going to be off media for the next couple of days and it will be my last post before I take a break. But if you are new and this is kind of daunting to you and you really don't want to do this, I understand that it can be extremely intimidating. I don't always know exactly what I'm doing and you're never going to know exactly what you're doing 100% of the time and you have to accept that before moving on to, you know, other areas in your business. Getting over that fear is the key to unlocking that elevation that you are desiring, which is going to get you so much closer to the dreams that you make up, you know, you have in your mind. You know you want this. So, number one, create your niche category of services you want to, to offer. Be as specific as it can be because this is only you are creating your dream clientele. This is your dream clientele. This is, if I could do this every day and money didn't matter, what would it be? You are. You need to create your dream clientele. Before you can start marketing on the internet, that's the first step, I promise you. Otherwise, you're going to aimlessly market and you're going to get very confused. You're going to get mixed engagement and you're 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 not going to know what to do trust me and then you have to backtrack and undo what you did and start over so after you find your niche category for your dream clientele you're going to start listing the demographic and the ways you're going to market so when you are creating a post, I understand that not everybody has a bunch of pictures in their phone of hair. If you don't have pictures taken, that's fine. If you don't have a lot of clients yet, fine. Go on Pinterest, go on Google, wherever. Find the most natural and most unedited photos you can because a lot of Pinterest is all of it's edited and it's just anyways find the most unedited photo you can and you can post inspiration pictures for that dream clientele to grab the attention of people and that is going to also jumpstart hey this stylist really likes to you know talk about these kinds of hairstyles and hairdos and or you know whatever it may be I really want to check her page out so that they'll click on it and they'll keep looking. So think about it like this. 
nine times out of ten you kind of already know what kind of clothing you want to shop for when you go to the mall but do you know what specific store no so what do you do you start scrolling online and googling now when you google a keyword like high-waisted mom jean you're gonna get just dozens of websites and you're going to be super confused and maybe overwhelmed and not know the first place to look so you start looking for reviews you start looking for review pictures do you see where i'm kind of going with this is everything that you post is going to be funneled and your hashtags act as a keyword so you know your niche you know your targeted demographic aka your dream clientele and your audience and now we need to write descriptions that are engaging there are three things you need to remember in your descriptions number one bring value number two explain your why and number three always give a post role aka post your link to your booking or at least explain how to book not a lot of people like to put their phone numbers on their post for booking and that is fine that's a wonderful boundary actually to have no phone numbers out on social media so bring value always post your why and add a post role which is basically just following up with the ways that uh, potential clients can book with you so those are really the first few steps that i would just take um once you've kind of identified those things or if you already know those things then great then you can kind of start looking into instagram or facebook ads um promoting a campaign and learning how to navigate, you know, those waters is the great thing about media is it's kind of already set up for you. So when you run an ad, it's it's going to ask, would you like to create an automatic audience or would you want to create a customized audience? I highly suggest if you're new to media and marketing to go with an automatic audience because on your customized audience it is so overwhelming if you don't understand who your demographic is so start with an automatic audience and it's going to basically send out um, your post to accounts who have relevant searches that you know that's relevant to your post so if you're posting a balayage, you're probably not going to show up on the account of somebody who's bald and doesn't ever search for balayage. Do you know what I mean? So it's all about relevance and keywords. And you don't need to have 30 fucking hashtags. Do you like 5 to 10? You can even do the same ones on every post over and over again. There are a couple of apps you can download for generating hashtags stuff like that um just play around with it that's what i did just play around with it and find the hashtags that work best for you and as you grow it's just going to be second nature so moving on to creating your um, happy place i think the biggest thing 
that I truly believe is routine. And if you don't have routine that's very um, strict, that's, that's okay. You don't need a strict routine. But what everybody, I feel, could benefit from is some sort of structural routine that allows you to predict what's going to happen on a daily basis, which actually is very good for people with anxiety. I suffer from very severe anxiety and it is trauma related. And I have learned to manage my anxiety and instill hope, uh, healthy coping mechanisms that are conducive to my growth in my, you know, environment that I'm in. So Every morning when I wake up, probably around six to seven, I do not touch my phone, turn on TV. I don't fuck with any electronics for 30 to 45 minutes first thing in the morning. Like not lying. I swear that is the way I enjoy my mornings. I make my coffee and I take the dogs outside and I enjoy the sun on my porch. I am like an old soul. I like my peace and my quiet. That is what works for me in the morning. And that is my morning routine. And in the winter time, it is pretty similar, except I sit by my fireplace and I just look out the window and look at my dogs through the window. <laughs> um, but the point is, is I don't immediately engage to electronics. The first, you know, 30 to 45 minutes after I wake up because it's very unhealthy to immediately jump to that. If you are trying to manage anxiety, it is definitely proven that lessening your time after wake up on any form of electronics, it, it does help a lot reduce that anxiety because your morning, I don't know about y'all, but my morning, it, it doesn't totally set my day but it's going to linger throughout the day oh my gosh my voice just came out oh my lord it's going to linger throughout the day <laughs> and for me I'm definitely all about my mindset if you need to turn on the tv in the morning as background noise that is fine do that I'm just suggesting maybe challenge yourself and try. You might be like, oh, Dustin, you don't know what you're fucking talking about. Whatever. I might not, but maybe I do because I'm telling you it has worked for me and so many people out there who have practiced this. And it's also the same for bedtime. If you've ever been told by a doctor, oh, if you need more sleep, you should probably minimize your screen time at night. And they're probably right. So... That is one thing that is before bed and in the morning. Those are so key and crucial to your mental health. It's crucial to how you sleep at night and it's crucial to setting your day. This is a boundary with yourself. This boundary with yourself is to challenge and kind of test your abilities to stay in control because you're going to probably freak out a little bit in the beginning and go, oh my God, I need to check my phone. I need to check my phone. There's no way. My phone's dinging. I have to look at it. No, wrong. Leave it in your bedroom. Get out of your room. Close the door. Walk away and forget about it 
for a half hour. Start in baby steps. If you want to do just 15 minutes, do that. But start somewhere if you really feel like you want some sort of change and you want to get the hell off media and enjoy your morning. So with that being said, creating your happy place definitely takes a shit ton of effort and work. But I can almost guarantee you that you will never be able to fully control how you manage things because and I say the word control because the goal to mitigating you know bad habits is not to control it's to manage there is a huge difference and I don't like the word control for many 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 reasons but when it comes to yourself you're never going to be able to fully control anything The only thing you can control is how you react to things in life. You have choices and you can choose to react certain ways. However, when it comes to your mental health, if you've been diagnosed with something, it is out of your control. So the best thing for you is to find a reliable resource to learn how to manage what you cannot control so for me i do have a few diagnoses and i have a few mental health issues that are trauma related but i thought man i just i'm so out of control i'm crazy i'm whacked out i'm all these things i'm running my business like a crazy person and it honestly my manic behavior at that time was so unhealthy and I had no I had no fucking clue so there is a book called the body keeps score there's also a book called boundaries there are so many different books on these topics but those two are my favorite so the body keeps score talks about how trauma affects your body physically and how your body will remember everything you go through So, and then the boundaries book is, I mean, in the name, it talks about boundaries and how to set them, what it even means. I love that book. So those are things that helped me learn to basically begin the cognitive rewiring that we all need to face at some point. Cognitive distortion is something that you don't really hear And I had it extremely severely. And basically what that means is my thought, my train of thought and my, my, the ways that I depict my uh, perspective in life with things that I see around me were so distorted that I was connecting things to things that made no sense. And that is all trauma related. It really is. And it honestly, it, it, you might be surprised oh wow like I didn't even think about that like why do I always assume everyone's mad at me well it's a cognitive distortion it's something is firing and alarming you and there's nothing wrong but that's okay I'm not here to be your therapist I'm here to just tell you that you can manage these things to create your happy place but if you don't have boundaries with yourself it's never going to happen 
like it's just it's not it's impossible to be healthy and like not have boundaries it just does they don't they align together boundaries with yourself will instill a beautiful pattern of rewiring your cognitive um patterns and thinking patterns so and it ultimately will completely change you as a person and growing pains fucking suck i'm being so real because it's making you face and go through your biggest triggers and fears whether if it's in your business or in your personal life it's not going to be easy no one told me it was going to be easy so i had no expectations of easy so i'm telling you whenever you start trying to rewire your cognitive patterns it's going to be really rough but you can do this you got this you're a fucking badass you're here listening to my podcast and honestly i can already tell you you're already on the right path so when we talk about creating a happy place you need to make sure that you understand what boundaries are and it's to create basically limits between you and somebody else physically or emotionally or mentally or with yourself when you know you cross your own boundaries you know it is not healthy to go to target every time you're upset but if you do it anyways you're crossing a boundary with yourself it's the little things like that you know it's probably not healthy to blah 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 but you do blah 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 anyways and then you pay for the consequence from doing blah 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 did you see what i'm saying it's like we have to put conscious effort into rewiring our patterns otherwise we are going to do the same thing over and over and over again until we fucking die and that sounds like purgatory and you don't need that shit in your life either do i so remember everything that we talked about replay it a hundred times if you have to but when advertising on social media start with your niche category your dream clientele and then definitely learn to target your demographic based off of that remember what i said about hashtags and then when you're creating your happy place definitely remember that your first step is understanding boundaries and what that does for you boundaries with yourself make your bed every morning make sure you drink a glass of water before you drink a glass of coffee small things just start very small mindful healthy choices will create habits that help you execute your business so much better so i hope that this helps thank you for listening to my uh, episode here and like i said in the beginning go to my instagram it is the at symbol behind the hair with destiny go to my bio click the link in my bio and then it will take you to my website choose my super fun podcast because i think i'm pretty fun and it will direct you to a sign up page and this is kind of just a little bit on what i go into and what i have planned in store for all of the vip listeners and like i said vip listeners are not um, excluded from anything 
And if you're a free listener, while I'm, I absolutely am totally free, you know, listen for free. As long as you are listening, you're definitely learning something, but you're not hearing everything I have to say. And it's $5 and 99 cents a month. So it is extremely affordable. And I believe that is also a part of the impact I want to provide is affordability and having just access to knowledge and insight and help and tools and resources. So I hope to see more of you. Thank you to everybody who's been downloading. Like, you guys are freaking amazing. You guys make me feel so freaking good. This is something I've always wanted to do, and I'm extremely happy when I do it. Um, It's very easy for me to convey what I'm trying to say. So thank you again for listening. Thank you for subscribing. When you do subscribe, there's a little intro uh, audio from me to you that you should get. And if you don't, message me and let me know. I need to fix that if it doesn't work. But it should work. So, um, And then all the listeners and downloads, thank you guys. So I will talk to you guys on my next episode. Don't forget to submit to the Ask Me Anything when you sign up. I will respond and I will feature that question and answer it on my episodes. And you don't know, maybe you have a question somebody else is thinking but is afraid to ask. I encourage the questions. There's no stupid question. There is no dumb question. Every question is a good question because it shows that you're eager to learn and you're eager to make changes. I encourage it. So no question is too small. It's never too complex. I got you. So thank you guys. And I will definitely see you guys on the next episode.